0: want to get this show on the road yeah cool let's start this noise
1: everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, I'm your host, and I'm here with my friend, Teresa. How you doing, Teresa? And it's been a long day, but it's been a good one. How are you? I am doing just great. Here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we are a real podcast about fake podcasts. Now, Teresa, it is your turn
0: to go first. Do you have a fake podcast for me? It is my turn. And here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we love to recall past embarrassment so the today's opening topic is going to be facebook pages that you liked slash were a fan of depending on how long ago this was when you were like 16 so any embarrassing time when the like obnoxious fan pages were a big thing oh my god i know exactly what you mean so i was just thinking like openly reading out loud and then talking about like Is it still relatable to you? Is it, like, painfully embarrassing? Like, where do we still stand? Why am I still a fan of this and shit like that? I love this. I love those Facebook
1: pages because I love when one of them starts posting, like, ad links, basically, Mm. and reminding me of its existence. And that's when I go,
0: unlike Yeah, I did that too like a while back and I almost wish I didn't just for the sake of me being able to read what I did like back in the day.
1: Yeah, I would just see one pop up and I would be like, what is this? And then I would remember back in the day when liking random Facebook pages was funny.
0: Yeah, like for instance, I like the page Pancakes and it's under political ideologies. Uh, That's good. That's very good. I mean, I'm also a fan of Cool Rocks, but who isn't a fan of the Cool Rocks? Cool
1: Rocks Facebook are a page? great thing to be a fan of.
0: I love the Cool Rocks fan page. In
1: honor of this idea, I'm going to go look on my own Facebook page and I'm going to find one. Apparently, I like Herp Derp.
0: That's embarrassing. Oh my God. Honestly, I've like eradicated the phrase herp derp out of my lexicon. And every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, 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 oh." I'm going to unlike this casually. All right. I'm going to see. I'm going to have to
1: scroll through a whole bunch of stuff before I actually get to something stupid.
0: The last post herp derp made was January 17th, 2011. And it just says derping all of the herps all year round. I (laughs) hate this. Oh my God. This is so embarrassing. See, here we go. And I think, oh yes, Vuvuzuela, how topical. Oh man, I remember those. I I think I still have one somewhere.
1: Let's see, most of mine, all the recent ones are like actual pages.
0: Oh my gosh, did you experience, were you forced to do- Cats sleeping in awkward
1: positions is one that's actually a very good page. (laughs)
0: nice uh it's not a math purse it's a satchel oh my god our school needs air conditioning big mood oh gosh not judging emo kids oh my god oh my gosh i find myself highly amusing the country sea land still a big mood still a big fan I like that one of my likes
1: is a specific Waffle House in my hometown.
0: Okay, mood. I Like it has like the address
1: like to identify it as the specific Waffle House because I don't know if you know anything about Mississippi, Teresa, but we have about one Waffle House per every 300 people per capita. <laughs>
0: God, I wish that were me, but I also like New Jersey is the same with diners, so I don't, I'm not surprised. Waffle House is just
1: a single diner that has swept the nation, or at least the
0: southeast part of the nation. Oh, man. So a lot of these pages have been deleted, thankfully. Yeah. And um, so let's read a string of pages that I've been a fan of, apparently, since 2011. Please do dear pringles i cannot fit my hand inside your tube of deliciousness that's a bo burnham joke is it real it is oh, You're, i mean I, oh yeah but it, it would have come out much 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 later than this facebook mm-hmm. page oh my gosh why are none of them loading come on facebook uh fuck college i'm going to be a pokemon master fuck there's an asterisk where the u should be in the word fuck oh my god Um, every time I hear the word situation, I think of Mike the situation. Do I? Do I really? Do you really? Apparently I once did. Do you ever sit and ask yourself, am I really here? Is this all real? Thanks. (laughs) Um, you do it to me all the time, so don't complain if I do it back to you. And then it's a, it's a face where it's a, a hyphen, a period, and the hyphen, kind of like I'm an exhausted. And somebody, the person from the admin from February 2nd, 2010 writes, OMG, 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 5,000 left. Let's go, guys. Almost there. And remember, five new admins when we reach it, winky face.
1: All right. I got a page here. Mm -hmm. Tell me. Give me the page. Paper beats rock? Okay. I will throw a rock at you and you defend yourself with paper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then there's also, I miss Billy Mays yelling at me to buy things. Frowny face. I miss Billy Mays. Don't we all? We do. Oh my god, My Life is Average, classic. My Life is Average. Oh, those were the days. That was so good. I used to be really into My Life is Average. I had a Snuggie, and I was like, hell yeah, My Life is Average, Snuggie. That's so funny. I also
1: had a Snuggie, so I can't complain, but... I mean, I still... Do have a snuggie? So like, I don't know where my snuggie is. I technically
0: still have it, but I don't mm. no idea where it is. Mm. I like suddenly remember that it exists every few minutes, and then I'm like, oh shit, oh, snuggies! Oh, Got man. another one. Got another one. Got another one. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Pretending to use the
1: force to open automatic doors. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> what year is it? Right. So- yeah, what would we call this podcast? I mean, because clearly we just did episode one, right? Yeah, here. we
1: clearly this is the pilot episode. <laughs> oh god, what will we call this podcast? Mm. Unlikable. Ooh. Ooh. That's good. That's all I've got. Or I mean, oh god. One of my likes is not dying. <laughs> it's listed <laughs> Big
0: Mood. It's listed as pet supplies. <laughs> big big mood. Um. Yeah, I guess I'm likable. I don't know. I really don't have any good idea names. I just kind of was like, I wrote the idea down all in caps, I think like three days ago. It's a very good idea. It. Thank you. I'm so glad. But going back to Snuggies, like what about a podcast where people like get to experience fad as seen on tv products that everybody was super hype about but like actually don't care about like do you remember those low pen toys that were like airbrush markers but you literally like blew into it did you ever use those i had friends
1: i distinctly remember having friends that had some but i don't think
0: i ever actually used it I had them and they were disgusting because like after you use them for more than two seconds, they got super spitty and stuff like that. And I think there's definitely a podcast where you can just be like, yeah, so I used this thing and like you could totally be wearing your Snuggie while you do it. You could just be like, I used this thing and it was disgusting. And it could be called like as seen on TV just straight up. Yeah, it
1: could be, like, a. Re- it could just be, like, a review podcast for As Seen on TV products. Like, That's fair. I feel like there's a an As Seen on TV product where you can make a bowl out of bacon.
0: That's disgusting.
1: Yeah, it is. And I think you're supposed to, like, like put, like, food in it, I guess, and then you eat the bacon afterwards, and it sounds terrible
0: why would you do i'm also like not a fan of bacon um but like why would you do that i just i don't understand people's fascination and obsession with bacon i think it was just part of the bacon fad i i guess uh congratulations fresh podcast market is now a bacon hate podcast because i don't care about bacon i think it's like i eat it like once in a blue moon but i don't think it's that good and I don't understand why people, specifically why BuzzFeed food videos, need to have bacon in every single thing ever made. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of bacon your culture. I saw post about that shrimp Alfredo thing. Listen. Listen. <laughs> oh my god. If you really want me to get on a topic, I hate BuzzFeed food videos. So, you know what? This is it. Facebook podcast fuck facebook hate podcast this is it right here guys right here right now hate i book. hate hate book hate book i hate buzzfeed food videos so fucking much today i watched one which was clearly a parody but it still made my whole goddamn body boil with rage i have such a visceral hate for facebook food videos but anyway i love facebook
1: videos i really just need to put that out there i'm very sorry but i love (laughs) watching close-up videos of people making food
0: everybody's entitled to their own opinion and i accept that and i personally hate it today i watched a parody video where someone cooked ramen noodles and then proceeded to cook a hot pocket and then dissect the hot pocket and then put the sauce into the hot like the sauce into the ramen packet and then just like used the hot pocket skin as garlic bread and called it emergency spaghetti and i know i know it was a parody but i know several jackasses who probably would take it seriously and i am so tired as as a pie baker one time i witnessed somebody make a crust out of cinnamon rolls and i don't know if i've ever recovered from that in real time but cinnamon rolls are so good i love cinnamon i'm gonna like i'm literally about to start crying about how much i hate facebook's videos i hate why
1: do you hate them i like what is it about them is it is it that they like like is it just that they're like really fad based and that they try to like do something weird and inventive that usually ends up being gross or do you just like
0: what is it we need to get to the root of this hatred um i hate how everything is cooked in one bowl like everything like i get it it's neat it's easy to clean up but like i've watched like videos where like the powder of shit that they're making is like falling all over them just because they had to use one goddamn bowl instead of like four like it's okay it's okay sometimes you gotta wash the dishes when you make food and i hate that everything is either smothered in everything is out of a jar Like, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit of a spoiled bitch. I grew up in a first generation uh, household of technically second generation on the Italian side, first generation on the Cuban side. So I have like really strong roots to like culturally wise food based. Mm -hmm. And I like kind of have this bizarre vendetta against jarred sauce, like even throughout college, when all of my friends were like, okay, yeah, we're gonna make pasta, like I would make pasta for the pound for everybody. And then people would have their sauces. And I would be there fucking heating up a can of, like, garbanzo beans because I just, like, refuse to eat jar sauce. So, like, it kind of miffs me that jar sauce is always used. Like, just fucking teach them how to make goddamn jar so- uh, how to make sauce. You teach us how to make everything else. Why don't just make some goddamn sauce for once? And I just hate. I just hate that everything, is like, comes out of a jar. Like, yeah, you're willing to fucking throw Alfredo and bacon and shredded cheddar and shit like that on top of a piece of steak and call it a meal, but you're not willing to fucking brew some tomatoes and cut up a little bit of basil and a fucking onion and make some goddamn real sauce that way. And I hate how everything is made like on, um oh my gosh, what's the word? Not, a- I want to call it a to-go oven, but I know it's not a to-go oven or an induction. Oh my God, what is it called? uh A portable, a portable stovetop. Everything is made on a fucking portable stovetop And like, I get it. It's supposed, it's so you can put the camera in front of it. But it myths me to no end that everything is on a portable stovetop. I'm just like, show me your grimy ass oven if you're gonna do this noise and then i just i think it just what it really bothers me is that you're cooking food that's everything's bacon wrapped everything's smothered in gross alfredo sauce everything is smothered in ranch yeah which ranch i don't get it i'm not a really big fan of ranch only thing that I really dig ranch with this is disgusting and very white but I love mixing like taking pretzel nuggets and then dipping them in ranch sauce sometimes and like that's the only time I will truly stuff my face with ranch people eating just like chicken dipped in ranch coated in bacon is disgusting. I <laughs> do
1: agree with you. I feel like so many of these, like so many of these videos try to like I don't know, it's this weird like it's almost like fan service when they just cover everything in bacon. Like it's like yeah like taking a piece of meat and wrapping it in bacon and drenching it in cheese doesn't is not like a mm. delicacy. Like that like yeah. you're not being interesting or inventive mm. there. Like,
0: what's the point of making asparagus if you're going to wrap it in ve- in bacon? What's the point of making asparagus wrapped in bacon? It's a vegetable. Just eat a fucking vegetable. You already have goddamn meat on your plate that isn't bacon. Also, like, why would you use
1: bacon in an Italian dish if, like, you could use oh what's the what the fuck i bet you know what that fancy prosciutto. Bacon is. yeah it's your Paschetta. fave prosciutto I pa- love pancetta prosciutto. that's the one i was thinking of actually is Pancetta's pancetta like why would I you love... use bacon if you could use like pancetta
0: thank you thank like, you it's because we have no taste as a culture americans have bacon no is american culture, culture. Actually, that's a lie. Americans do have food culture. I know they do. But BuzzFeed food videos. Nobody knows how to fucking eat my guy. And people keep striving for restaurant tasting food in their house and jokes on you my guy but that's not gonna happen like also i like live a note also i live a low salt life so like everything is super salty looking in those videos and it just gets me heated i just i've i've calmed down now i'm calm i've ranted i'm i'm good i'm okay but i fucking hate facebook food videos I just- I
1: like some of the videos because, like, it'll give- it sometimes give me an idea for something that, like, I hadn't thought of. But, like, there are a lot of those videos that are just, like, (laughs) overwhelmingly, like, just clobbering a bunch of stuff together and calling it a meal.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And, like, for instance, before anybody tries and outs me, yes- I've shared a video and it was because it was pie crust techniques and if there's one thing that I do actively cook in this world it's pie. I'm really into pie baking. It's been my thing for like this past year and I also have a very long and beautifully complicated relationship with pie. I will not go into that but um I've like once or twice shared a few videos that are like about pie and stuff like that and pie crust and like ideas for pie crusts because like, since I am such a beginner, it is really cool and I get it. Buzzfeed food videos are a really awesome way for you to learn how to cook something. But also I feel like it leaves so much to be desired Taste bud wise.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've never cooked anything based solely off of just a video that I saw. Like, I'll maybe see a video and be like, oh, that's a cool recipe. And then later when I go to cook, I'll just like Google the recipe and I'll usually find like something on a different website or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I now that, like, going back to pie, now that I've like cooked, I've made, I've baked a bunch of pies. I kind of know like what parts of the recipe I want to actually doctor and what I don't want to do kind of deal. Like I made a really good blueberry pie a while back and I was like, but I want this to taste a little bit different. So like I actually, um, grated cinnamon sticks into it and it tasted so freaking good. And like, I'm willing to, um, to experiment a little bit in baking. And even though that's not like usually something you should do, I like will willingly do it anyway. (laughs) And it's your turn. I guess now that we have... to change the tie. Did we... I think we evolved, like, three
1: different ideas in this one mega discussion about Facebook. That's
0: that's good. That's how it should be, lads. Keep it going. Time to... Time. Let's go. I have a very
1: good idea, and this idea is... Okay, the podcast... I've already got a name. The podcast Mm -hmm. is called Taco Tuesday... Oh no! And the podcast comes out on a Tuesday, and every week it's reviewing a different taco from like a different like restaurant or like taco stand.
0: That seems vaguely like LOL, so random two thousand seven humor. I just but really like evolved tacos, Teresa. That no 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 no. no. I was going to say but evolved in a good way, like cheer up emo kid, cheered up went to business school, and opened up a taco shop. taco. up, emo kid, you know. went to uh, podcast school. He went to podcast school, and now he runs a taco podcast. And that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. I'm down for it. I love it. Yeah, I I don't really
1: have any other ideas, like, with regard to that. I just, the name Taco Tuesday and reviewing different tacos.
0: Oh, man, would the opening of it be, uh, like, audio clips from the Lego movie where they talk about Taco Tuesday? Yes, obviously, of course. That's
1: the only thing that that it could possibly be. It would be, like, you know
0: how bad radio shows, like, We'll do voice clips from movies and stuff like that. It'd be like that. But a podcast. I would love it.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: I'm so here That's, for it. That's that so is fun. the best addition to this idea. I'm so glad. And, But like, would they make the podcast? I mean, wow. Would they make the taco themselves? Or would they have guests that like, work in taco restaurants? Or Ooh, would it be like, I think- hey, I bought a taco from this place? I think it would probably be
1: like having bought a taco from somewhere, but also Mm -hmm. like you could interview taco
0: professionals who make tacos. I also think it'd be a really cool way to promote like taco places in the business. Yeah. Like local businesses. Yes. Thank you. I cannot speak words. I don't know. I dig it. I'm down for it. And I think there's definitely like a big foodie following of people who listen to podcasts. I feel like I feel like food bloggers and podcasters are one and the same. They love to talk about themselves. So I'm definitely down for a Taco Tuesday podcast. There's certainly an overlap. Definitely. All right. I have an idea. Okay. Give it to me. Do we have time? Do we have time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So if not, then this episode will just run long. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, so this podcast is book versus movie you talk about the differences you talk about what's similar what you like better about the book what you liked better about the movie and stuff like that because i feel like there's a lot of times where the book is very clearly better than the movie but i feel like there's sometimes that like the movie did really really good and i think people should know about it especially if they've only seen one or the other i this is
1: something about me i i Went through a phase in my youth where I was obsessively reading books that had been made into movies. That includes yeah. like the short story that inspired The Thing, Carrie, um, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Later, on Stepford on Wives. Uh, um. Oh, uh, Rosemary's Baby.
0: Ah, um, what a fun one.
1: Who Censored Roger Rabbit? Mm, you mean who framed Roger Rabbit? No, the book or is, is called book? Who Censored Roger Rabbit.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know that. See, I've never read that. Is it good? I like it. It's like a
1: it's kind of like a parody of pulp detective novels. Okay. And so like it's a little weird and there are there were changes to the movie that I think were for the better like Jessica Mm -hmm. Rabbit's character is much more of like a stereotypical like hot woman who's also like kind of like mean and evil not really evil but like like in the movie you know like she really loves Roger and like like that's part of like a core of her character and it really brings like a lot of depth to her but like Mm -hmm. in the book like there's a thing that happens that like causes her to fall in love with Roger but it's like a supernatural thing and so it ends up wearing off and she doesn't love him anymore and she starts like sleeping with this uh the equivalent of like a movie executive and i just felt like the movie version of jessica rabbit was a lot better but i did like the book a lot it had a lot of really interesting stuff about it oh interesting
0: i i for me i've been reading lately a lot of uh books that i've seen the movie originally so like for instance i recently read the martian for the first time after Ooh. seeing the movie which was really fun and for instance like i actually read the original kamikaze girls because i loved the movie so much and stuff like that which i highly recommend if y'all thought the movie was gay oh boy the book is a lot gayer
1: i've only actually uh, i've actually only ever heard of the movie i didn't know there was a book
0: yeah um i also since i do run a movie blog as well i've also considered doing um a comparison between i'd like also read a lot of manga obviously so i've recently read uh, Helter Skelter, like, which I've talked about, I think, in the last episode, actually. Um, Helter Skelter, which is, like, about an aging supermodel and, like, her dealing with her age um truly affecting like her body and stuff like that and there's a movie which is like really well known within like the aesthetic community kind of deal because it's like it's really cool like movies that like it's just aesthetically pleasing like the cinematography is really nice the lighting the costuming is like all really cool and stuff like that and like i've yet to watch it but i've read all of helter skelter And uh, for instance What else have I recently uh, Read and watched but uh, oh gosh I'm like looking through my books Mm -hmm. I recently
1: Got the manga Adaptation of All you need is kill Which was was made into An American movie called Edge of Tomorrow Really? I've not seen Edge of Tomorrow But I have always heard That it was really good when I saw the trailer I thought it was just like a another generic Tom Cruise action movie so I wasn't interested in seeing it but then afterwards I heard it was really good and then I heard it was based on a Japanese book and I was like oh that's cool but I'm probably not gonna read it and then I found a manga adaptation so
0: I'm super excited to dive into that nice I know for instance like Perfect Blue which is like super sought after uh the first part that the a- that the movie is based off of the book that it's based off is actually finally coming into the States. And I think it's actually I know coming... a book. Yeah. I think it's actually coming out this month. It might be at the end of the year. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'd have to check. But I know, like, for instance, my personally, like my favorite book of all times is actually being made into a movie, and it's going to be coming out at the end of 2017. What is it? Uh, We Have Always Lived in the Castle by Shirley Jackson. I'm a very big fan of hers and um Sebastian Stan is going to be in it and Teresa Farmington or whatever the hell her name is Mm. is going to be in it and honestly I'm probably gonna go see it like opening day and be like hello because it's my favorite book I've read it multiple times and I cannot wait to see how it is adapted into as a movie and for instance like if this podcast were a thing it could be um talked about just like how I perceived it versus like how the movie portrayed it and stuff like that and I think it would be a really cool thing to talk about in a weekly podcast.
1: another one that I never finished the book but I did start it and I did like it a lot is uh Teresa I have you ever heard of this little movie um called the princess bride
0: oh
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listeners who are not aware, Teresa does not like the Princess Bride movie, and that's fine, but I did start the book, The Princess Bride, which I did really enjoy a lot, even though I never finished it. I just like, it was one of those things where I set it down one day, and then I just never picked it back up.
0: You know they're actually doing a re-release for it digitally in theaters because of the 30th anniversary, correct? I
1: did not know this. They are, yeah. I was, you should was, read the book, Teresa. Uh,
0: hey, look, I know you don't, don't like the movie, down,
1: but the book is actually really
0: good. You know, if I can't even sit down to watch an hour and a half long movie, I doubt I'm i going to sit down and read the whole book. But that's really funny because somebody said the same thing to me. She was like, if you won't watch the movie, can you read the book at least? And like handed me her I mean, 500 page it. copy maybe I don't know I'm not saying you have
1: to but you could like give it a shot and see if it grabs your attention more than the movie does and if it doesn't then I mean you know it's fine not to like things I think people put too much stock in the idea of people not liking things but that's perfectly
0: fine not to like things It's really funny because when I went to go see Kingsman Golden Circle, that's another one. I've never read it, but Kingsman movies, the Kingsman movies are based off of a comic book. Yeah, it was made by the uh, Kick-Ass guy.
1: And fun fact, the uh, comic book for Kingsman and Kick-Ass
0: exists in the same universe. Really? Interesting. Mm -hmm. Also, the guy who did Kick-Ass is named John Romita, and that's like three of my family members names fun fact Uh, well the Uh,
1: the comic book was made by uh mark
0: millar i thought maybe kick ass is done the art is done by john Romita. then i don't know but there's a lot of john ramitas in this world and it makes me really happy that i'm related to several of them but um what was i gonna say yeah so when i went to go see kingsman recently which was like last weekend Um, there were not a a fan of that, I believe you said. It it wasn't that good. I really liked the first one a whole lot and then this one kind of fell flat for me, but I also think it was like what the topic of the villain was, which is like the war on drugs and like I have a lot of big mixed feelings about the war on drugs and like Oh, I haven't even seen the trailer for
1: Kingsman Two because up until About a week or two ago, I had not seen Kingsman 1, so I oh. didn't. I'd never watched the trailer for Kingsman 2, so I don't really know anything about what it's about, but I enjoyed the first Kingsman.
0: Kingsman 2 is like um, a drug ring leader wants drugs to become legal so then she can properly be recognized as the most um she could be recognized as like the highest paid person in the world kind of deal because like her drug trade made over four billion dollars in the past year but she doesn't get recognized for it blah 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 and like the president's like haha yeah sure sucker uh, i'll say yes to you but guess what i'm not gonna give anybody the antidote because i want everybody who uses drugs to die and i was like hey. oh boy Okay. So um, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But going back to movies and books and all that jazz and Princess Bride, when I was in the theater, when I was in the theater watching the ads before Kingsman, they had an advertisement for the 30th anniversary of Princess Bride. And it also is going to have like special cast interviews as well in it so Hmm. since you are a big Princess Bride fan you should go see it I will probably do that admittedly because I do really like the Princess Bride I love digital re-releases of movies and stuff like that. I've seen a lot of Me stuff Me too!
1: I love it when they take a movie that I wasn't able to see in theaters on account of not having been born yet, and then they put it in theaters so I can have that theater-going experience.
0: Yes, I got to see both uh, Castle in the Sky and Nausicaa Valley of the Wind, both nice. in original Japanese. Nice, 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 nice. And it, I cried in both showings that I saw because I was like wow I get to see experiences in a theater in original language like it just was such an experience for me that I cried both times I went to go see them and I actually saw Jurassic Park when it re-released in theaters I was super excited about that I feel like I've seen some other stuff too but uh, I'm always about crawling to theaters to go see shit I hate to break it to you but
1: i did just google it and apparently a book versus movie podcast does exist
0: well our job here is done what is it called it's called book versus movie motherfucker how creative it's literally called book versus movie it's fine it's fine i accept it in my heart maybe that I'll just give them means a that there's to. a new
1: podcast for you to listen to yes definitely i'm yeah i'm down for it and with that i believe we are out of time yeah i think so i think we've actually run overboard for once we've spent quite a bit here at the fresh podcast market if you would like to follow us on twitter you can do that at fresh pod market if you want to follow me on twitter you can do that at Pandanata. where can they follow you on twitter Teresa?
0: Y'all can follow me at at Vicuna, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. And by the way, pals, share us. You know, a, a fresh fruit market isn't anything without the community. So make sure you share us with your friends. Shout out to us on Twitter. Do whatever you got to do. We would love to hear from you guys. Any of those Twitter
1: accounts are a great way to contact us if you have a funny idea or a not funny idea. We can talk about not funny ideas here at the Fresh Podcast Market. We're open to mm-hmm. all ideas. If you want to contact us with your ideas for podcasts, you can do that at any of our Twitter accounts or at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. Those are all great ways of getting in contact with us so that we can take your ideas and talk about them for 30 minutes. Somebody pay us. We want money. If you liked our theme song that was Plants by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com, he has been nice enough to let us use his song for our opening and closing music. It's our good friend, Jimmy, friend of Thanks, the show. Thanks, Jimmy. At Jimothy Jam on Twitter.
0: Thanks, Jimmy. And, and with that, I
1: think it's time for us to go, Pant. I think it is. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa.
0: Thanks for joining me, Panda. I guess it's time to fall into a porta potty. Have a good one, everybody. Bye bye. That sounds awful. I know, sweaty.